I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas from 1999 and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas from 2004. We hope you're having a wonderful holiday so far. Happy Holiganza! Again, hope you're just having a wonderful season. Holiganza 2021. Yes. Yeah, this is our first Holiganza episode. We'll have two more for you and some shorts episodes, but they're not explicitly Holiganza themed. Who wants to do a spoiler-free plot synopsis? I'll try. Uh, for all Ooh. of them. Ooh. Do you want to take one movie and someone we'll, else does another? Or? We'll try. All right. I'll, oh. do the, I'll try the first movie. Okay. So on Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, we have three shorts, each featuring one of the, the main trio, Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. And Donald's short, actually, we have um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They're more of the main characters. Definitely. Uh, And it's like a Groundhog Day situation where the boys wish that every day was Christmas. uh, And they learn to not be so selfish during the holidays. Uh, In the second one, we have uh, Goofy and Max. Max's baby. Max is so baby. It's so cute. We have Goofy and Max and we have Max... Uh, learning, like, the meaning of Christmas? I I don't know. Um, Max is told by Pete that Santa doesn't exist, and so Max has to, like, learn to believe again. And then in the third one... Which one was this Mickey and Minnie get to the magic. Oh my gosh, yes. We have um, Mickey and Minnie kind of doing their, their take on Gift of the Magi, where Mickey wants to give Minnie a really nice gift and is trying to get money to do that. And Minnie similarly wants to give Mickey something nice and they don't have the funds. So they have to give up something of their own to, to get something for the other. Yeah. And as as the gift of the Magi, you know, goes, it's usually it's the gift is related to the thing that the other person gave up. But, Tragedy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but the, of, of course, ending sweet because it's Christmas stuff. Yes. Yes. And it's a, a Mickey film for kids. Like, right. It's, it's okay. Then for the second one. Do you want? Yeah, we'll just go through it. All right. Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas has five shorts instead of three. Mm -hmm. The first one is Bells on Ice, which has Minnie and Daisy basically competing uh, for attention, um, doing ice skating stuff. Mm -hmm. And they learn the value of their friendship or whatever by the end of it. Uh, Christmas Impossible is Huey, Dewey, and Louie realizing that they're not going to be on Santa's good list because they're evil children all the time. Um, so they uh, are going to do a Mission Impossible, but they're going to break into Santa's place and get their name on the list. They cause a bunch of havoc for the elves. Um, and then the twist, they put Scrooge's name on the list. So then Scrooge gets to have a gift because... Scrooge never gets any gifts because he's always been naughty because he's um, a rich person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Maximus is once again about Goofy and Max, but this time it's all grown up Max instead of baby Max. Um, and he has a girlfriend that he wants Goofy to meet, but then he's like embarrassed. to go- It's like kind of a very short version of a Goofy movie, but like a Christmas themed. Um, And not with uh, what's her face. It's somebody else. No, it does not have Roxanne in it. Um, (laughs) Donald's gift is about 
Donald being really tired of hearing a certain Christmas song in the rhythm of his everyday life and going crazy and then like doing a nice thing to make up for it or something. Uh, Mickey's doggone Christmas. Uh, Pluto ruins Mickey's Christmas decorations inside his house and almost causes an electrical fire and gets banished to his doghouse and then runs away because he thinks Mickey hates him forever. And then he somehow ends up at the North Pole and one of the reindeer for Santa is like, oh, you're my dog now. And so he hangs <laughs> out with the reindeer for a while while Mickey's like realizing that he's gone and try and searching all over town to try to find him and stuff. Yeah. Those are those are the things. <laughs> yep. yes. And then each movie has a little bit of a like they all come together at the end thing. Um, but yeah, that's the gist of them. I mean, they're not like plot-heavy works of fiction with deep <laughs> morals. They're, it's it's a little Disney thing with Mickey Mouse characters doing Christmas time stuff. It's it's cute. Like, neither of them are necessarily terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think about them? They're fine, but it would be... Um, what, what was the other Christmas Carol? Mickey's I, Christmas Carol? Yeah, like, watch that instead. Yeah, oh, that's... Uh, obviously infinitely superior like both 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 mickey's christmas carol and prince and the pauper are like infinitely superior to these but that kind of goes without saying almost yeah i don't know i i wouldn't like put this on a a yearly rewatch or anything like that (laughs) definitely not no but it's the kind of thing that they were to me they were like cute enough like if you had you were trying to entertain you know children and and yeah during week don't make it like you're christmas eve christmas watching no. but during during the holiday you know during the holidays those if yeah, you have time off they're yeah. pretty innocuous yeah. and they they range from like easy to ignore to like actively fairly enjoyable but none of them are gonna like stick in your memory forever so yeah let's get specific uh, just a, a couple of quick notes, nothing super interesting, but Donald Duck Stuck on Christmas is inspired by the 1892 short story Christmas Every Day by William Dean Howells. And I've definitely seen other like episodes or whatever of things that, that do the same story. Um, this is a fine enough version of it. Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi is, of course, based on the 1905 short story The Gift of the Magi by O. Henry. Um, and A Very Goofy Christmas, according to the Wikipedia entry, precedes the cartoon series Goof Troop. I want to talk about that in a little more detail in a sec. But uh, my only other thing, my only thing that I have for Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is Joe Layden of Variety wrote that the film will appeal mostly to parents who wish to distract their children as children will not realize the novelty value of computer animated Disney characters. I'm not entirely sure what that means. They yeah. look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, novelty yeah. value? Yeah, I don't. Maybe there, I guess there was just a novelty value in 2004. Yeah. But at this point, there's like several animated Mickey Mouse cartoon series with like 20, 50 episodes. Like, that look better, I'm sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, kids won't realize it's, they don't look good. I don't, yeah, I genuinely don't know what he means by that. Anyways, so the goof troop thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's been a while since I've seen Goof Troop, but correct me if I'm wrong, it literally begins with Goofy and Max moving into a house next door to Pete. 
I have no idea. I do not recall. I actually did. I looked it up to make sure that my memory was. Yes, it's literally like a house that for some reason Pete owns, but like his wife has had a hard time selling. And she's like, oh, if I can't sell it by the end of the day, then I I guess you can demolish it because he wants to like he wants to have like a swimming pool. He wants to do his own stuff there, his own selfish Pete things. Um, uh, But of course, then Goofy and Max buy it and move in next door. And it is also established that Goofy and Pete know each other. They're like old buddies, but Pete doesn't like Goofy that much and was happy to not be anywhere near him. But I'm just like, if this is supposed to actually be before Goof Troop, did they used to live to get like next to each other again, but then Pete moved away. And also where's his son? Because his son and Max are like the same age. It's a lot of questions. Honestly, I love the thought of Pete like actively, like maybe after this, he's like, all right, I got to get away. Maybe Santa doesn't realize I will be somewhere else. So I'm going to move. <laughs> and then like let me pick up the thing next to us or have his wife pick up that property and I guess we never see inside his house so maybe his son and wife are in the house and we just don't see them yeah or maybe they were at somebody else's he's like no I don't want to go to your mom's this year right. I'm gonna be here yeah he would do that yeah, 100% he would do that um, but yeah, he just, he's like, I'm sick of this Goofy. I'm moving away. And then Goof Troop starts with Goofy like, oh, guess what? I'm moving next to you again. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, oh yeah, we can go over there. Like, <laughs> oh, Pete's there. Like, it'll be great. Also, I just want to throw out that it's a tragedy that Peggy and whatever the little girl's name is never appear in like anything outside of Goof Troop ever again. And that Roxanne never appears in anything outside of a Goofy movie besides like lightly cameoing in House of Mouse and apparently the new DuckTales series. She deserves better too. Yep. Especially when you get to Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas and there's like... Max has a girlfriend, and it's like, why isn't it Roxanne? Just mm-hmm, do a... C- you had to do a new CG model for this rando girl anyways. Why didn't you make it Roxanne anyways? <laughs> you could give her goofy teeth. Like, I know that you had... There's the thing where, like, she smiles on... Oh, he sees that she has goofy teeth. You can just give Roxanne that, too. She'd look adorable. It's fine. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, what, what, what do we think of the story, characters, that kind of stuff in in uh, these movies? I guess we can start mostly with Once. Um, yeah. yeah, with Once, I overall liked the stories more because yeah. they were, they felt structured more. They got more time, too, yeah. is, is the thing. Like, they're longer because there's only three of them instead of five. Yeah, like, it was surprising how fast those first few went in the second one. And I didn't. I was, wasn't was sure if I was going to like the last one, the uh, Pluto one, in Twice. Uh, but there was some some comedy there. I'm like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like, yes, this yes. isn't my least favorite. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I liked, um, and even though I didn't like a lot of the CG, I did not like it on Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Um, but I, I liked it fine on Mickey and Minnie, especially, and, and Pluto. It didn't bother me. It's I mean, really weird because I feel like Mickey and Minnie looked the worst out of any of the characters in oh, CG. I didn't like Huey, Louie, and Dewey. They just looked, they I don't know. They did look weird. They looked uh, weird. But Mickey and Minnie didn't bother me that But much. we're getting too into the weeds with the CG. Right yeah, now, yeah. Sorry, we're doing characters. story characters. Yeah, I mean, well, and... And I did literally say that we were going to focus on the first movie, and then neither of you wanted to do that. <laughs> no, 
can't. We can't. You briefly did, and then you went into twice. <laughs> don't don't make that face at me. <laughs> um, I liked that Mickey and Minnie were their sweet selves again. You know, except for yeah, again. Well, I say a lot of the shorts and the things we've oh, been watching well, is like... Yeah, if you're talking yeah. about a Mickey short from 1930 I where know, his character yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, cemented. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes, so I like... <laughs> yes, Mickey yes, and Minnie nice. are nice very having... firmly in 1999 established yeah. <laughs> as being sweet and wholesome. Yes. You know what is fun, though? In The Gift of the Magi, the, uh, the harmonica thing and, like, having that Real, like knowing that that is a callback or just like something that is more established than I than I would have realized if I had seen this film before I'd be like okay he has a harmonica that is kind of funny coincidence oh, yeah. of of like I showed you a short uh, uh, one of the old shorts where he literally uses a harmonica right before yeah I didn't even well, think about not that. Just that I mean Steve but used... Willie I think also he had a harmonica maybe but yeah. I, I don't remember the harmonica but in the barn dance he did yeah okay that was one of the the things that he pulled out whenever him and Minnie were playing stuff yeah mm-hmm. but but yeah like I think it might have been the shindig there you go mm-hmm. the shindig yeah. Barn Dance and Shindig are pretty close. I get it, but yeah. No, no, you're right. It is the Shindig. I, I think I made that mistake previously too. But um, yeah, like that feeling more grounded within like the lineage of his character versus just a uh, what was needed for the short. It was nice. I find it really interesting between the two shorts and the two Mickey segment, the two movies and the two Mickey segments, how like Mickey and Minnie are like, poor in the first movie but in the second movie they seem to be like doing perfectly fine and that's just interesting and i know part of it is just that they need to be poor for gift of the magi as a story to work um but i kind of like that i kind of like that 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 interpretation of them like as as not being super well off is is more interesting i guess than them yeah 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 i also really love i really love goofy and i i just really love his relationship with with Max. Max needs to be in more things because I love Goofy being a dad. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. the yeah, I, I really liked the the middle short or just mm-hmm. Max mm-hmm. seeing Max mm-hmm. in the middle short and he was so cute and He's small. He's so baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was delightful. And I think one of my favorite. I guess if I can get specific, it was so precious when Max tried to dress up as Santa to please his dad. (laughs) And I like that. Again, I like that role reversal and him having to be more of the dad at times and stuff or the adult at times. But yeah, um, but again, him just trying to, to make his dad happy and oh, they're just so precious. You know, uh, at, at the beginning of the Donald short in the first movie, there's the part where the nephews are sleeping and you don't see them under the covers <laughs> and they're like snoring or making yeah. whistling sounds like to, a to the to a tune. But then later when they take the covers off, they're not all facing the same way. And that that means at least one of them were farting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. honestly, I think it was two because I think one had their head up and the other two had their butts up at the pillows and when it showed it it was definitely coming from the upper part i think it was just the one in the middle are you sure that's my that's what i remember okay well at least at least one of them was farting is all i'm gonna say (laughs) um the part where donald was too sad and tired to be mad anymore made me made me sad yes because like donald's so good at getting mad (laughs) yeah 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 but the tree the tree finally got him yeah um you know I don't like Huey, Louie, and Dewey. I never have. <laughs> and I really did not like them in any of these. The most I've ever liked them is in DuckTales. 
I do. Ooh. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I, I held myself I, yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> but and also, it was interesting. In the because original Ducktales. I don't remember. I watched a lot with you, so I you you'll have to remind me. I think. It, well, if, I you, think if you're talking original. about stuff you watched with me, like. Mm-hmm. In recent years, yeah, you had me watch. Then a that's lot of new Ducktales. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So it's new. The old and- Ducktales is from like the eighties. Oh, okay. I saw some of it as a kid, but not a lot. Okay, so I guess it's the new. They were probably. I don't think they were. I think they were relatively toned down in that series too. But they actually have personality in the new one. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I would have liked Scrooge McDuck to have a little bit more personality. He's pretty minimal in both yeah. of these movies, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, and it doesn't even sound like him. So I don't know who the voice actor was, but it wasn't. Oh, it's a hundred. It's voice. the guy who'd been voicing him. Oh, for it is. Years. Oh, okay, then yeah. they just had him really subdued. Subdued because I. I don't know. He sounded like yeah. He's the same. It's the same Scrooge as in Mickey's Christmas Carol. Same Scrooge as in the original Ducktales. I guess I'm just in the used new Ducktales. It's a different person. Okay. That's David Tennant. But um, what's the name? I think it's Alan Young. Is mm, is yeah, the normal voice for for Scrooge? Maybe it's yeah, just Alan because Young. he didn't ever really get mad or raise his voice. So yeah, I mean, just he didn't, didn't get a lot like to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you guys think of? aunt judy that yeah I, and and the fact that she's the sort of person to dab her eyes with the butts of her nephews yes, and then, that was and then toss strange. them to the ground to where you hear an audible like thumping yeah <laughs> yeah that was yeah just weird i did like how uh in in like the the worst christmas version she was like Oh, what a Christmas, or something like that. Uh, yeah. And then in the best one, she's like, "Oh, what a Christmas!" Yeah. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> uh, do you did you like the part in a very goofy Christmas where Goofy was crawling on the floor and some woman got mad at him and he said, "Pardon me, ma'am, didn't mean to get fresh." <laughs> <laughs> I liked it better with you saying it. Oh, no, that's so great! That's so great! That was, good. that was a good Goofy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Pete is a, the ruiner of childhood fantasies yes, who, who makes a, children cry. It's a meanie head. <laughs> and then he even had the audacity to be like, have a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, he's Buffalo. such a jerk. Yeah. He's arguably more of a jerk in the goofy one just because he's ruining a literal child's day yeah. than he is in Gift of the Magi where he's like, like he more overtly evil. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, also, the part where he said, what in Pete's name is going on here for Pete's sake? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that, that I can't do a Pete voice, so I yeah. did not try. Um, <laughs> I can do Goofy, but Pete, no. Um, I loved the fake out in the Goofy one where it wasn't Santa, but was a Beagle Boy that was robbing Pete's yes, place. that was so funny. That was hilarious. For one, just fun cameo from a Beagle Boy. And yeah. for two, yeah, that's hilarious. Yes, yes. <laughs> very funny. Um, and then at the end where it's like, every year I ask for the same thing and every year I get it. What's that, dad? Your happiness. (laughs) (laughs) That was very good. good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm letting it go to my head. I love on that same one where Santa and the reindeer blend into with the Santa and reindeer on the roof and they freeze. That's That's the last one. Oh, the last one. We're on the second movie. Sorry. We're still on the first one. Wait, that's not even the last one. That's in Mickey's Twice Upon Christmas. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. The the We're talking about the first one. Sorry. Scratch. Scratch that one. We're talking yes, about the right. one that doesn't look like butt. Uh, you were right for some reason because because it was. There is briefly Santa in no, this No, I one. know. I know. But yeah, the whole because, thing is trying to well, see. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Um, 
I like in Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi that Figaro was brought back as Minnie's pet. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. This is like old lore that you might not know. But of course, Figaro is from Disney's Pinocchio, the yes. movie. But in the 1940s, I think maybe 50s, there was like a small handful of shorts wherein Figaro appeared as Minnie's pet. And in fact, like headlined his own cartoons that were like Figaro cartoons. There's like three of them. They didn't do a bunch of them. But for a little bit, they tried to have him have his own shorts like Pluto had his own shorts at that point. So it was, yeah, it was fun to see him brought back. Yeah. yeah and then he's like, oh no, Mickey can't see this late notice. <laughs> yes. I'm going to sit on it. I, that was so funny. Also, an, ev- an even um, more obscure pull is Mortimer, Minnie's boss in that short, mm-hmm. is from a classic Disney short. One, there is one short called Mickey's Rival, where there's this guy named Mortimer who's also trying to get Minnie's affections and succeeding for a, for a while because Mickey's being a jerk butt because um, he's jelly. Um, and he appeared in one short and then never appeared again. <laughs> but then around the time that this movie was made, he had been brought back in like House of Mouse and stuff and they used him sometimes. Hmm. So it was uh, it was fun to see that they brought him back. He's appeared in a few things since the late 90s um, now. He's, he's a little less obscure than he used to be, but Okay. That was that was fun that they decided to use him in there. Huh. Okay. Of course, uh, speaking of uh, other cameos in in Twice Upon a Christmas, obviously the, the crocodiles and the hippos from Fantasia yes. were part of the skating performance. That choir lives for drama. <laughs> they were just like <laughs> they were just like tr- doing the perfect choral things to like go with the ebb and flow of the mood. And it was like you guys don't have to do this, but you you're living for it. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I mean, this is probably just me, but at the end of that cartoon, Daisy and Minnie kept getting really close to each other, and I just kept being like, kiss now. That was just Kiss funny. now, but they didn't do it. But they got real close, like, a couple of times, and I was just like, hmm, anyways. <laughs> um, in Christmas Impossible, the S- Santa saying smells like roast duck, that thing has, that has, like, nasty implications. Yes, that was I don't terrible. like this. See, This is one of the reasons I feel like the second movie is objectively worse because it's like, oh, hey, humans. Mm, And, and introducing humans into like, it's a, it's a world of goofies with some ducks in there too. Like it's goofies and Donald's. That's what the whole world should be. And, and Mickey's in there. But like, when you have humans in there, it's weird. You know, and that's not even, I mean, in both movies, I think you have like ducks eating, th- eating turkey for things for Christmas, yeah, which is a whole one. thing. Or um, ham. Yeah, which is like a whole, that's a whole thing. But like putting humans in there is weird. And then having Santa say smells like roast duck. Mm, that's yeah. Huey's or Louie's or Dewey's butt <laughs> that is on fire. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I can't even remember what color yeah. they were. I think the red one's Huey. That's the best I can ever remember. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember their names in DuckTales 2017, although I can remember their personalities. But I can't remember which name goes with each of them. <laughs> um, we already talked about how in Christmas Maximus it's not Roxanne, it's some rando girl, and I'm just frustrated that that's the, always the case. The other thing was the that it was like mostly song. I was going to bring that up in the song part and then music sure, part. Sure, but I'm just saying like as a function of the story. Yes. It was like just visual gags with a song and it's like It was okay. a choice. I think that was by far the shortest of the five too. It was 
It was a choice. Donald's gift. Um, overall, not a huge fan of that short, but the part where the curtain lifts and Donald has destroyed everything. That was funny. That was funny in an yes. otherwise annoying segment. Yes, actually that comedic of like, you see him get in there and then by the time the curtain opens up, it is destroyed. Yes. That was pretty funny. Yeah. The the ending, though, with the, like, oh, I know this song, and now I'm going to, like, lead your you choir. It's just... It's like, I understand the setup, but it really just doesn't feel that satisfying. Yeah. yeah it wasn't a very good payoff. Um, one thing when you were saying, too, is it, it was also good because he had Santa by the throat, and it was, that, it was, that part worked. Yeah. And that was funny. It's also, like, really, like, the main expression of Donald's a rage that is like his one of his central character things in like any of these he gets mad some in other ones but like not on a big level like that yeah but i mean at least in the first one that felt intentional like it's christmas so he's got to hold it in yes exactly so you could tell that he wanted to get there yeah but but yes you that cut to where he had destroyed the scene was actually really funny from Mickey's Dog on Christmas, I just I just have a quote that is, I had a nervous tick once, but I sent him to therapy and he got better. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, that's, uh, who was it, Donner and the other one? Donner and Blitzen. Donner, Donner and Blitzen. Blitzen. That was actually pretty funny. I was afraid that that was going to be annoying. And it was so funny. And, and, and here's something that doesn't always happen. To me, it got even funnier. It just kept getting funnier and funnier because at first with their banter and their relation, their relationship, it's, it definitely seemed like it had the potential of being annoying, like you said, but then it just got cuter and funnier. I have one major issue with it, but it is actually for animation. So I will wait to talk about it. Sure. Um, but yeah, overall it was, it was silly and funny, like their banter. Blitzen was, of course, voiced by Jim Cummings, which I'm, it's super obvious to me at this point. And um, Donner was Jeff Bennett, who he he's done a bunch of stuff. I've talked about him a little bit before, but he's in stuff all the time. He was in a lot of Animaniacs, not any of the main characters. But he did, Jeff Bennett did one, two, three, like eight different people through these two movies. So, okay. Including Mortimer. So he did that small part, but most of it's like dad or firefighter number two. So a lot of those sorts of characters. Jim Cummings has even more of those sorts of characters, but he also gets Pete. So like, he gets one of the main Disney cast who wasn't in the second movie. And that's some BS. Not a fan of that. Not a fan that there was no Pete in that movie. Bad movie. There's no Pete. <laughs> I also like that with the one where uh, Doggone Lost, is that what it's called or something? Or Mickey's Doggone Christmas. Okay. Mickey, um, that I like the different places where Pluto started seeing Mickey or imagining Mickey and mm. even like the clouds or whatever. And it got, it got, to me, it got more and more obscure. So I, it, I thought that was cute. In regards to voice acting, did you guys notice at all that in the first movie, Daisy was not always voiced by the same person? I did not notice that. In Stuck on Christmas, the first short in the finale, she is voiced by Tress McNeil, who is at that point her main voice actress, mm-hmm. who you might know as Dot from Animaniacs, among mm. other things, like the witch in um, the Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but in The Gift of the Magi, where she also looked different, like they did her eyes differently, yeah. um, she is voiced by Diane uh, Michelle. 
Hmm. But she, the, Diane did a good job of matching what Daisy sounds like at, that, at this point, so didn't really notice. Because I was listening for it, and I didn't really notice, but yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, pretty much all the Disney characters are voiced by their normal people at that point. Goofy is and, uh, and Pluto are both Bill Farmer. Uh, Wayne Allwine is Mickey. Rusey Taylor is Minnie and the nephews. Uh, Donald is Tony and Selmo. Who is the little Max? Little Max is Sean Fleming. Very cute. And then in Twice Upon a Christmas, he's voiced by Jason Marston, who is at that point Max's usual voice actor. Did him in the both of the Goofy movies and stuff. Um, <clears throat> oh, and Dale is Corey Burton. He just he barely hear him, but I, that amuses me just because Corey Burton tends to voice really deep voiced characters. But it's Dale, so it's like sped up. But he's st- he sounds like oh. lower than than Chip, but he still sounds like a chipmunk. So. Got it. Uh, and I, I already mentioned that Scrooge is voiced by Alan Young. And of course, Jim Cummings is Pete. Um, April Winchell is credited as Clarabelle, but I, I don't think Clarabelle ever said anything. So, And then Frank Welker is Figaro and the turkey. Mm, okay. Thanks, thanks, Frank Welker. <laughs> Let's go on to animation. But the first movie first. Okay. Um, I have, there's a couple of more cameos I want to talk about. Um, in Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi, literally Winnie the Pooh's owl is there yeah, for a second, yeah, yeah. which is really weird. <laughs> yeah. Really weird seeing him in that universe. Yeah. Taller. <laughs> yeah. With, like, a beanie with clothes. On. Yeah. Uh, Claire Bell and Horace got cameos. They looked kind of awful though. Yeah. Um, Mickey is basically wearing his popper outfit from Prince and the Popper in this short. Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's basically that same outfit. And then, when when Mickey is dancing on the stage and kind of has that move where he's like waving his tongue and moving towards the camera, mm-hmm. that is a specific visual reference to an older Mickey Mouse short where mm-hmm. he does the same thing. Like that's yep. a reference to a classic short. Like I saw it and I was like, oh, that's instantly bringing me back to a thing. It's 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 like uh, the Whoopi party or something like that. It's one of the many like party kind of shorts. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, that specific movement is like burned in my brain. So that was interesting to see. Um, in a very goofy Christmas, uh, I just for one wanted to point out that face that Max had when he was really mad at Goofy and Goofy was playing with the bear. Yeah. He looked hilarious. Yeah, the mm. one where it was kind of straight on. Yeah, yeah he looked so done so with funny. it. It was amazing. And then... This was the weirdest cameo to me out of anything. There's a part where Goofy is hanging things on the tree, and one of them is an angel ornament girl who looks weirdly, like, kind of detailed and specific compared to the other decorations, and you don't see her again after he puts her on. Like, when the camera moves, you don't see her again. That is a character in Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas, who is an enchanted ornament girl, who, like, talks and sings in that movie, who just randomly cameos here. She is, not to my knowledge, a beloved character by any means, (laughs) and most people do not remember her. Do you even remember her? And you've seen that movie. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't even picture her. Yeah, it is the most random, weird thing that she was just briefly there but that was there and i was like okay movie i see you i don't know why you did that but i see you do you guys have anything else to say about the animation in the first one i i will say that it seems like this first movie 
has more um, care, not care, I don't know, but like that, it has so many kind of visual callbacks. Yes. Mortimer. Clarabelle and Horace, even. Yeah, like all of these things that are like, oh, like the harmonica, just like pulling stuff from previous iterations or previous stories makes me like it more. Yeah. It, uh, it, yeah, it has more Easter eggs for people who care about Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah. And so I wonder I, I wonder the difference mm-hmm. of like who worked on the two. I genuinely feel like a large part of why you don't see much of that in the second one has to do with the move to CG. Probably. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's a costly. big part of it because every little thing like that is another like animated thing you have to rig, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also, when we were watching they actually had some like deleted scenes and behind the scenes stuff for the second one they mentioned like in that christmas impossible thing they mentioned the thing where the key was in a thing and there was like a bear that came up and tried to get him and they said that they removed that because it was a little over the top and ridiculous which i don't think is necessarily completely a lie but i kind of have a feeling that a larger part of the reason that they did that is because they would have had to model a cg bear and cg water and they realized that that whole thing would be a, a big pain to animate in CG. Yeah, they already spent so much money making a lot of popcorn that they could not <laughs> do water. Yeah, uh, so I think that they certainly didn't mention it in any of the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I think the, C- the move to CG hampered them creatively a lot more than they would ever want to admit. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, it does seem like a a cultural thing to want to do those callbacks and those Easter eggs. And that the reason that it would be more minimal is the cost. They yeah. didn't even make a Pete model. Pete's not even in there. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> My man, Pete. Um, yeah. The, the second movie, uh, elephant in the room, the second movie looks awful. Um, it, it's early, it's 2004 CGI and not like, in theaters budget cgi yeah it's like direct to video cgi (laughs) so it's it's not it doesn't look that good Mm. um i i feel like most of the characters don't translate well to it i think the ones that translate the best are probably the ducks i guess outside of huey Dewey and louie they seem to bother you guys a lot but i feel like donald daisy scrooge and stuff i think that they looked probably the best out of anyone um, it's the bug eyes. <laughs> or, yeah. I, or I think it's them without hats. Yeah. The the yeah. nephews without hats. I'm like, even, yeah, and their even eyes in the first one. Weird, yeah. And they're even their little eyelids. And the, I don't know. They just bothered me. <laughs> I hate how Mickey and Minnie look. I objectively hate it. Their eyes are too freaking small. Their ears are not perfectly round. They're trying to do more like actual mouse ears, which is a thing that was tried in the 50s. And they decided that that isn't a thing they should keep doing. Why would you go back to that? I hate how they they look in this movie <laughs> they do not look like mickey and minnie whereas the ducks look like those duck characters even if they would look a lot better if they weren't cg yeah even even goofy and max they they look more like goofy and max than mickey and minnie look like mickey and minnie oh i think that goofy and max are the ones that are animated the worst though out of anyone in the movie and i think that has to do with their proportions and their human proportions yeah <laughs> like they are tall and lanky humanoids and like the 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 way that you animate a tall and lanky goofy and like with his weirdness it like it, it doesn't translate well to 
early CGI that you clearly don't have a huge budget for and not a lot of experience with. Yeah, I, I didn't like Max's, like, adult hair. Like, I, no. I want to look yeah. cool. <clears throat> Whatever. I, and I liked... Uh, I like Goofy and Max's when Max was young. Yeah, much better than I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I did not like in the second movie. I especially did not like Adult Max. Yeah, no. I mean, he doesn't. He obviously doesn't look anywhere near as good as he looks in a Goofy movie or an extremely Goofy movie. Like he just, it's Max certainly, but it he looks not great. Yeah, and then the choice, they they had a, a scene where they put too much popcorn in a popcorn popper. And like, oh, look at all this popcorn that's like too much for even the house. Yeah. So they have all these little like popcorn pieces, but it just looks so awkward it with does. the CG. It looked yeah. really awkward when it was filling up his clothes, too. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, that was a bad choice. The elves are so ugly. Oh, they they're horrible. They are horrid little creatures. And, and Santa doesn't look a lot better, honestly. He, does, uh, he looks bad, but I, I, I agree. I think the the elves look worse. They're of so all. ugly. Uh, they made me think of Jimmy Neutron a little bit. Yeah, but not mm. in a good comparison. Yeah. No. Um, which Jimmy Neutron like. The extent to which it still holds up visually is debatable, Rough. but it still holds up better than these elves hold up. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Hair is bad, actually, in yeah. this uh, animation style. Yeah. And I also feel like there's a lot of parts where the lip sync is, is kind of off, especially... For some reason, it almost never looked like it should to me with those reindeer in the last segment. Mm. Their lip sync always looked off to me. And I don't know if it's because, like, they animated it beforehand or something. And then, like, Jeff Bennett and and, and Jim Cummings, like, delivery didn't quite match. or Or they just couldn't, like, figure out how to match the, like way that they were saying it i don't know but it just never looked right and so that brought down a lot of their comedy to me because it didn't look like it should be coming out of their mouths because their mouths never moved exactly right it was really weird i'm i missed that yeah i I didn't really know and that was one of the better things to me in that short i think the comedy itself was decent it was just the animation on their actual lip sync and there was a couple of things in earlier segments where i kind of felt that way but it felt most prominent to me with those reindeer okay yeah i mean i think i think the animation quality in the second movie really varied a lot Mm -hmm. it all looked the same of course like they're they're the same cg models and stuff but in Bells on Ice, I went. I didn't go into this movie really expecting to like it at all. Um, but Bells on Ice impressed me in terms of the 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 length felt good, the the story and characters felt fun, but also the animation like felt pretty fluid and dynamic, and mm-hmm. like was really working for me. Mm-hmm. And that immediately stopped being the case once we got to Christmas Impossible, especially when we saw those oh, ugly, ugly elves. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was almost, if they'd had that in a different se- sequence, because I was like, my hopes were, were high yeah. and they just crashed. Exactly. Bells on Ice sets your hopes a lot higher, both, like, pretty much on all levels. It, I've, spoilers, I by far think that is the best part of the whole second movie. Um, but animation quality wise, it feels like it was like pretty good. Then like went down several notches with Christmas Impossible. It went down to its lowest point with Christmas Maximus. Yeah. And then it was 
probably a little above both of those for the Donald one. That one looked fine. It I, was fine. My issues with that short don't have anything to do with the animation. Yeah, um, and then Mickey's Doggone Christmas, I think, was back down to, like, Christmas Impossible standards, especially with the bad lip sync. But, yeah, like, there was... It was. It did not feel consistent to me throughout this movie. Like the the level of animation, quality of the fluidity and stuff. Um, is there any other animation stuff? I mean, yeah, it's pretty much the second one looked like butt. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the first, and I mean, the first one. It's not like it looks. It's not Prince and the Popper or Mickey's Christmas Carol level, but it was never meant to be. It yeah. looks. It looks like. Maybe slightly better than Mickey Mouse Works and House of Mouse. It looks like basically TV quality animation. Yeah. Maybe a little smoother sometimes. Yeah, like in the first one with some of the um, dialogue scenes, they don't do a background. It's just like a solid color background instead of rent, like doing the details. And there's not very detailed shading on characters and stuff. Like, Yeah, it, it it's not like it looks amazing, but it looks perfectly like serviceable. Yeah, the... There was a, I think there was a little bit of CG in the beginning with like these sparkle things, but mm. then like they, in the uh, 2D animation or traditional or whatever, it is lit up. Like they, they have a, like, yes, this might be 3D, but here's the effects of this light that is in the scene. And so it's like, okay, that's fine. But honestly, the, the interstitial stuff for the second one, the, the stylized, like, storybook stuff, I would have loved for the shorts to actually be in that format versus looked, what it was. It looked so much better than the whole rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. such a, a downgrade. <laughs> and it was, when we were watching the behind-the-scenes stuff, just, like, it would literally, like, fade between storyboards and then the finished CGI, and it was always a downgrade. The, the rough storyboards look better than the CGI. <laughs> I just... just uh, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, the CGI was the whole reason I was not looking forward to the second movie, and it deservedly. And I, at first, I was like, oh, maybe I won't have that much to complain about with Bells on Ice, but then, nah, it, yeah, it's not great. I mean, I still would have complained even if it was all on par with Bells of Ice because Mickey and Minnie look awful and I don't like how they look. And, like, I would still have some to complain about, but not nearly as much if it had all been on that level, but it, it wasn't at all. Um, I don't see any point in asking the what if this were live action question. This is about Mickey and his friends, and it's a home a direct-to-video sure. Christmas thing. No reason to ask that question. Um, sound design stuff. My main thing is just that you already alluded to in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, uh, Christmas Maximus is like largely like a music video almost like music video montage mm. of like max and his girlfriend traveling and then getting to goofy's place and then goofy is embarrassing him and it's like it's a weird choice um yeah i don't like it um it didn't end up making it my least favorite short but that's mostly because other shorts bothered me more but it i feel like it took away a lot from what that short could have been I feel like that short not mostly being a musical montage would have made it better. Yeah, because honestly, now that I think about it, the one of the things that I liked in the first short was, or in the first movie in Goofy short, is how the way Max is upset, Goofy tries to help in his Goofy way. But then as Max kind of keeps pushing back, Something happens so that Goofy gets upset and then Max feels bad and it, the script gets flipped. 
And, and it's that kind of back and forth of Max realizing like, okay, maybe I felt this way, but maybe this wasn't the right way to, to express it or whatever. And then he tries to consult Goofy and you can't do any of that in the music video. Like part yeah. of the, the good thing <clears throat> about the first movie is that discussion and the, the heart whenever they talk to each other as like father and son. And in the music video, it's resolved because it's like, oh, she has goofy teeth, so she's fine with this. Like, fine with, like, his dad not being cool. Yeah, I guess it's just generally more shallow. It de- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It feel- felt way more shallow. Yeah. Yeah, which is a bummer because uh, Max and Goofy's relationship is is wonderful. It is one of the best parts of the first movie. So, and actually, if it was a song, I think you would have to have Goofy and Max singing with like a a Goofy thing, and then their musical like dissonance at some point, and then coming together and like some nice harmony. And it would have been really cheesy, but it would have been much more. <laughs> yeah, if it had palatable. been a musical number, it could have been way more powerful than being a music video. Anything else? Yeah, um, anything else with sound stuff? The, oh, <laughs> in the um, Donald one with the music stuff, the, the, the sound design was good with like the, the thing. Well, it was fine with the things making the like Christmas song. We wish song. you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. It was like lots of little things like something clicking on glasses, like toys, babies, whatever. It was just too long. I'm like, I hate this. This I mean, is too long. You know, on the one hand, it really does put you into Donald's state of mind. That's fair. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But yes, no, agreed. Um, Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Animation doesn't hold up, but that's... <laughs> the animation for the second movie does not hold up. <laughs> you did a whole CGI movie in 2004 and uh, not like on a theater movie budget bad choice did a bad job um although again i mean you did the best that you could with it with the the bells what like that one it it looked like good considering like the base level of what this kind of cgi can look like yeah i definitely wasn't distracted by yeah by it compared to some of the other ones and honestly it was the movement and stuff was really engaging exactly they did a great job with them doing all their skating and even Daisy and Minnie's like expressions and stuff. And the like movements of the alligators and stuff. So like that mm-hmm. was good. Should have been the, sorry, we should be talking about this in the previous section. But yeah, whatever. Fine. But yeah, how's it hold up? There's a little bit of like fat phobic stuff sprinkled here and there, but nothing like super obvious. Um, the one of the only ones that I'm actually remembering was in the Goofy segment in the first movie where, where it first showed Pete and just for some reason really emphasized his big belly. I'm not really sure what that was about. Um, he was like, he's like, it was like bouncing and he like picked it up at some, it was weird. Yeah. Um, I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's not as bad as a lot of Disney stuff in that regard is relatively light on that front. Um, yeah, I don't know. The main thing is that the animation doesn't hold up in the second one. Yeah. Animation holds up perfectly fine in the first one. Like, it's, it's obviously not movie theater quality or the, the, you know, yeah, well, I mean, movie theater quality, because both Mickey's Christmas Carol and Prince and Popper, I think, were put in movie theaters ahead uh, of movies, yeah. so. I also didn't like, uh, Aunt Judy's depiction. Uh, I yeah, felt yeah, like, yeah. I felt like that was very fat phobic. And then it was also just creepy the way she i mean like you know kissing you know their their back ends and stuff it just weird she didn't kiss the back end she wiped her face with oh it. she wiped yes. her face which that's is right. you yeah. know totally different and fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry i can't really judge her 
that much for the wiping her tears with their butts just because it's an obvious like cartoon comedy yeah like visual gag rather than anything that's supposed to be terribly emblematic of her character yeah but yeah i mean no she's the big fat aunt that like always wants to hug and kiss the the youngins and they hate it like she's a she's a stereotype that's in tons of stuff and it's not a terribly flattering one to women who look like that or or act like that in any way yeah, because I mean, there's there's enough like I mean, just IRL, you know, where you know you have the have to hug the relatives or say hi or whatever that you could have done without any of that. Yeah, and then the second movie doesn't hold up because it looks really bad. We <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> it just looks really bad. I think I need bad. I need to emphasize emphasize yeah. <laughs> this. Also, they added people. Like, don't have human yeah. Santa, please. Yeah. Make Santa make Santa a goofy person, one of the dog people. Yeah, just make him one of those, and then the elves kill them. They they they're no. evil. They're, <laughs> they're evil looking, and I hate them. They look like they didn't look Other evil. Animals. They just look yucky. They could also honestly, they could also just be dog people. Just yeah. make it all dog people. Yeah. Like, anyways. Ducks and dog people. That's what should populate the Mickey universe. <laughs> and then also there's two mice. Yeah. Like, and Pluto's just there and we just try not to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. In the first one, like there's a turkey that maybe oh, got yeah. cooked. It didn't get cooked. Again, I'm telling it you. It got loose. Yeah, that one got She loose. had already baked the turkey and had it under a thing. And then they stole that and replaced it with the live turkey. Thereby, there are two turkeys. Yes. But then why was the perfect Christmas a ham? So that the turkey could be at the dinner, at the dinner table with them and not like feel... Very nervous about the fact that they're eating turkey. <laughs> okay, okay. They were making it his perfect Christmas, too. I see, I see. No pig friends were ever invited to this house, though. Okay, okay. Okay. Are there any, I mean, I don't think there's any, like, pig main characters that continued existing past or, or the original shorts. Like, I can't. Because there's a bunch of pigs that used to exist in the old shorts, but, like, none of them mattered enough to, like, keep being characters. <laughs> there's some. Tr- there was some truce about like, all right, guys, we're sentient. We can't be eating each other. Who's got to go? <laughs> they're like, the pigs got to go. So now they just eat pigs and that's why there's no pigs. Oh, no. Um, it's terrible. Um, we don't need to go on to a spoiler alert because this was a silly kids Christmas movie with nothing remotely worth being spoiled about the biggest spoiler i can think of is in the second movie that they put scrooge's name on the list but you, I can, like that. you can see that plot twist coming yeah but it's cute but like it doesn't matter that that's spoiled um <laughs> but, but the yeah the more the moral just being whatever he's like i'm rich and selfish and i was never on his christmas list and they're like yeah but you have a lot of cool stuff and he's like i do and <laughs> <like>, okay <laughs> Uh, let's go on to favorites and least favorites. Which of these shorts was your least favorite? And you have to pick at least, you have to pick two shorts because one one for the first movie, movie, one for the second movie. So yeah, which were your least favorite in each movie? For me, the first, um, in in the first set in Once Upon a Christmas or It's Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and then Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Oh, okay. Stop that. (laughs) You're going to confuse her. (laughs) 
was the first one. I wasn't a fan of Huey, Louie, and Dewey and, and all of that. And again, even just the the muted Scrooge, you know, character, oh, sure. um, Scrooge McDuck. And then in the second, Twice Upon a Christmas, um, was the one Mission Impossible. I just really did Christmas didn't. Impossible. Christmas, sorry. Christmas Impossible. Mission, Christ- Mission Christmas Impossible. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. Did not like, was not a fan of that. Okay, so for the first one, I'm going to go, I think I'll go with Gift, uh, Mickey's, what is it, the Gift of the Magi? Mickey and Minnie's Gift of the Magi. Interesting. Because I think the first one, ah, gosh, I don't know. I like, I know my favorite. Yeah. And so it's just between those two. The favorite for the first movie is easy. Yes. Actually, I feel like it's easy for the second one also. Little Max, he's so cute. Um, Spoilers, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like I think the the I guess my main issue with the second one was the lengths of things of like, hey, Mickey's got enough money, but now we've got to set it up so that Pete takes his money and then he can't get the thing in time. So like, let's do this diversion to where he's playing in front of a a fire, like for the fireman band, just so that he can remember, oh, I've got this really, like, this is special. So let me sell this. And then it was. I hear what you're saying, but consider I enjoyed those diversions, <laughs> and um, I didn't enjoy Huey, Dewey, and Louie very much in the but first one. But then you one. don't get to see Minnie's, like, reasoning. She just doesn't get her... I do wish we had that, but I expected that they weren't going to, so that they could have it as a twist for anyone who somehow doesn't know this story, I that guess. they both did the thing. If they showed that she also did it, then, like, it would be obvious. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, me, as, like, a person of culture, I'm like, yes, I, lo- <laughs> I love that, because it's, like, a tragedy that you see coming, and you're like just waiting to see how they're going to deal with it. But I understand why as writing a thing for kids, you're trying to have it be like a twist or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, what you're saying is fair. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, it's not bad, especially like there, it, most of the store, all the stories are pretty strong. There's just one obvious standout. I'll stick with the Magi, Mickey's gift of the Magi, Mickey and Minnie's gift of the Magi. Uh, my least favorite is definitely um, the the stuck on Christmas or whatever. Um, it's called Donald. I think it's called Donald Duck stuck on Christmas, even though he is not the main character yeah, and is not the one that makes it get stuck on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like he's the star, so we have to put his name, I guess. Yeah, I, that one. I think I've seen that. I've seen both that and Gift of the Magi in other like cartoons and series and stuff but i feel like i've seen the stuck on christmas one more and i guess it just i guess it's more boring to me because i've also seen pastiches on groundhog day and it's the same basic plot (laughs) um with like a slightly different like moral or whatever but like you know it's the same basic thing of like reliving the same day over and over um, so it, it's just kind of boring to me. The stuff with the aunt, I don't find very interesting. Scrooge is like super boring and barely like Scrooge McDuck. He's just kind of there. Um, I just don't find that short very interesting. I didn't hate it. Um, there, I had, I, I didn't mind watching it, but it was, it was by far my least favorite. The, the, we have the Magi one has Pete in it for one. That's fair. Love, love me some Pete <laughs> being an absolute scoundrel. Even though he's less of a scoundrel despite being, like, more overtly evil just because he's not, like, burning the dreams of a child. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Pete's fun. I, I, yeah, there, like, some of the diversion stuff was fun. Some of the weird cameos and stuff. Uh, the special, being shocked by that they had that visual reference to old Mickey Short. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Even if I, like, knew exactly what was going to happen because I know the Gift of the Magi story. I did like, though, that it's, like, the, uh, cause and effect was there of like oh pete's like christmas tree farm is burning and yeah. this is really flammable glue i did love so, how that tied into the firefighter so all thing. the firefighters can't be there for their firefighter band yeah it's <laughs> so. like a firefighter band to like raise stuff for like kid donations yeah. of gifts to kids or whatever yeah. and then but then they get there and they're all smoking still yeah that's pretty funny yeah no that was good what was your least favorite in the second movie this I one's said, a little harder, I think, for me. I think I said mine. My second, my my least favorite in the second movie was the mission. mission oh, you did say already. Yeah, so it's did. just me and Valerie. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, it's okay. Uh, okay. Our Christmas impossible. You've got yes. you've got terrifying elves. God. Terrifying looking elves. I also didn't like the musical, like the the uh, duck hearing the music and stuff. It just went on too long. Uh, you've got awful popcorn. Hmm. I think, do you still need a second? Because I, I can go first then. Okay. I think Christmas Impossible for me also. And I think the reason is one that the elves are going to haunt my nightmares. <laughs> They're awful looking. <laughs> um, but for two, it's so long compared yes. to most of them. Yeah. And it's like it so boring. Like, I don't yeah. care about them doing this whole thing. And, like, they feel like evil little children up until, like, the last second where they decide to put Scrooge's name on it. And it still is, like, a little morally dubious because he's a rich dude. He's not on the list for a reason. <laughs> um, it doesn't feel like you made up that much for the horrible things that you did. Anyway, yeah. like, it's... And it's just so long. Well, the, Max and, the, the Max and Goofy one is, like, disappointing because... I love their relationship and wanted more out of it, but it was also very short. Yes. So very it's like short. easy to just kind of dismiss it. Yeah. Um, and then the Donald one, I also didn't like very much, but it was shorter than the one with Huey Dewey and Louie. Yeah. Um, and and it did have the one moment where the curtain lifts and he's destroyed everything. And that's funny. So like, yeah, I think Christmas impossible. Yeah. And the thing too is with that, it went on so long, and them just wreaking havoc again, just again and again and again. We're like, okay, we get it. They're 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 little pieces of poop, you know. You know, them it's them like, wreaking havoc would also look a lot better in two D because you'd be able to draw it funnier. I know, and the in the extras, they're like, and this is what we designed uh, Santa's stuff as. And I'm like, it looks boring. It looks like and, what everyone else does. And it's yeah. like, and we didn't make all of these toys because whatever reason, but it's also that, like, we can only design one or two mm -hmm. and, like, it not cost a lot. Pretty much. But look at all these toys we could have made. There's, like, a go-go dancer. Oh, my God. There's a lot. There was yeah. a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go with Christmas impossible as well it's also just such a downgrade going from the bells on ice to that one yeah what a bummer yeah, yeah you've got the humans in there they look Ugh. weird the the nephews look weird they're like you can tell the animators are trying with like oh the contraption of the letter of the uh, list yeah but yeah just and just because you mentioned it, I want to, for just a second, take a moment just to clarify that I'm not like, wow, all the animators who worked on this second movie did a terrible job and I hate them. Because I, I want to clarify, animating is a hard job and I have no ill will towards the people working on this second movie at all. 
it's it's just you did a fully CG movie in 2004 on a budget that is not like for theaters. So it's, it just doesn't hold up visually. Yeah. Like, but that's not because you guys did a terrible job. Like even, and it's not like, even though they weren't all on the, the bells on ice level of like animation smoothness and stuff, I still don't hold that against you. Working in animation is hard. Like it's fine. So none of you should actually feel bad. I just don't like this movie. Sorry. Yeah, it's just the technology, that the technical limitations at the time, given I have, money. I have to say this because all these animators are listening to I my know, podcast. <laughs> but but yeah, like just overall, it just didn't look, didn't look as good. Mm. So yeah. Favorite short for each movie. It's super obvious for the first movie. We all agree, right? Yes. That it is, uh, what, a goofy Christmas or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Loved it, loved it, loved it. It's precious. So good. Max is so cute. Max is the cutest. cute. Him and Goofy's relationship is heartwarming. Goofy's antics are actually fun to watch because it's in 2D animation, so you can actually, like, exaggerate properly. And Pete's in it. Which is fun. He's breaking the heart of a child, which is monstrous. <laughs> oh, and the thing with the Beagle Boy. Hilarious. That was yes. So funny. Yes. I think one of the weakest parts in it for me was Goofy shenanigans at the beginning trying to get the letter. Oh, sure. Yeah. Went on a little too long. Agreed. I almost forgot, honestly. I'm just thinking of the stuff in the house. You're right. That did go on a little too long. But... And, and some of the, the jokes were like, Ugh, you could have cut that. You could have cut that. Uh, definitely. Uh, but... But overall, overall, very strong. Exactly. Oh, and also I liked, uh, I did like at the end of the chase sequence trying to get the mailman when he crashes into the top of the mailman. I feel like that's a subtle reference to a Goofy movie. Because mm. there's also, at the end of the movie, he like crashes into the house and is also hanging upside down like that when he like says hi to Roxanne or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the positioning was purposeful in that in that sense. But yeah, that's by far, I think that's definitely the best it's part so of the good. first one. Very cute. What is your favorite one in the second movie? Is it as easy for you as it is for me? Or do you have to think I, about it? Mine, I think, is, is going to be different than yours. Okay. I, I'm going to go with the um, the Mickey Doggone whatever. Because Mickey's Doggone Christmas, Mickey's I think. Doggone Christmas. Because See, because the dog is gone. Yes. <laughs> I yes. like her when you yes. said Doggone and, Lost. And I did really <laughs> enjoy the um, Mickey and, and, I mean, sorry, the Minnie and Daisy on ice. Yeah. But I just liked, I really liked the the story, well, between, even the, even, sorry, even the muted Christmas decorations at the end, the reveal, I mean, well, we'd already kind of seen that, but I, but I really enjoyed Pluto and Mickey, and then, yeah. and then I really enjoyed the reindeers, and then that just, you know, them having, them having Pluto for a while, and, and then, like, even them landing, returning Pluto, and then trying to blend in with the things on the top, and just so many cute things for that, that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that one was enjoyable, one of the more enjoyable ones given kind of everything <laughs> um the like calling pluto murray yeah from for merry christmas and then yeah. the back and forth with like well, what you said like i had a uh nervous oh, i had a nervous, nervous tick. tick yeah and i sent it to therapy <laughs> it's doing all right now <laughs> yeah yeah or just the like is he is he too cold and the other guy was like well it's cloudy but it's more <laughs> just the <laughs> Because, like, when they're first introduced, it felt like it was going to be a different sort of relationship, more antagonistic, uh, but the the main... Yeah, it's more just comedy duo. Yeah, yeah, where he's... The straight man and the funny guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that was more enjoyable overall, but 
but how it looked compared to the first one and kind of like the dynamic animation of the first one like not that like they looked terribly different but with what they worked with in the first one I think was more effective yeah I guess I'll go with Bells on Ice as just entertaining shorter um more of a compact story yeah, I've kind of, I guess I've kind of avoided it, but I, I guess I should make my opinion on the last one a little more clear. I don't like it very much. A lot of the humor seems, grates on me a lot more than it seems to with y'all, including with those two reindeer. There's some bits, obviously, that I like. I quoted one of the things, but a lot of it kind of grates on me. Um, and it's just very long. And also, I'm not going to lie. I just don't like Pluto. I don't like Pluto very much. <laughs> no. Pluto-focused stories... I just generally don't like, I've seen a lot of Pluto cartoons. I've seen a lot of Goofy cartoons. I've seen a lot of Donald cartoons. I've seen a lot of Mickey cartoons. Pluto ones are the worst. Yeah. They suck. I don't like, there's a couple of Pluto cartoon, classic Pluto cartoons that I like, but in general, I'm just not about his whole shtick of being a dumb dog that gets into mischief. It's just not very entertaining to me. And I didn't care that he ran away from Mickey. I was like, why are you doing this stupid? This is a bad choice. And I just didn't care for it. Um, <laughs> I, think, I wanted like, Minnie so and Daisy really, to kiss, and that's how, the only way that the first one could have been better, but that's oh, obviously so not going to happen. No, but I thought the first one was very cute. It set my standards way higher than the movie deserved. Um, the I didn't like how Mickey and Minnie looked, but the actual animation was I- impressive, honestly, to me. Just the smoothness of it, the expressiveness of it. It, it worked really well, and I think it also did work with the shorter length too. Like it, it, it was as long as it needed to be to have fun and effectively communicate the plot and the characterization. It's also really funny to see, really fun to see Daisy and Minnie like do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, they so often don't get to really nice to have a thing purely focused on them. Slightly eye rolly that it is two girls having to fight each other, but they come together at the end because they're very good friends and maybe something more. Um, and I'm happy for them. It, it was fun. I, I joke a lot with the, their relationship thing, but like genuinely it, it's fun. And I, there are two characters that are often not really given their due. So I liked a thing that got, to be focused on them. And then it was a nice bonus that it was also probably the most well-paced short in the whole thing and was animated very nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just have a quick question for you. How, how do you feel about Pluto, honey? <laughs> Not a big fan of him. How do you really? <laughs> Not a big fan of him. I, I don't like the, I don't like the howling and the, you know, the, the, you know, those shenanigans and again, the knocking also, over things, but I do like, mm-hmm. but I don't dislike Pluto. Also, one of the problems with Pluto is that if he stood on his hind legs, he, legs, he could just be a man. He's yeah. very big. He's a very big dog. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they did that with a star, and he looked yeah, so that weird, weird on that Mickey's weird. shoulder. That was weird. Yeah. yeah, that that was my least favorite part of that. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. And I will um, say, with yeah, the- it's mostly just the the kind of humor yeah. and storylines that Pluto gets, rather than me actually having that big of an opinion on Pluto as a character. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's interesting because it's the same reason for the same reasons that I really dislike. Huey, Louie, and Dewey, but mm-hmm. I, they also stink as characters in, in yeah. their depictions, whereas Pluto is just, again, a dog that's just overexcited and right, messes right. things up, so yeah. I think, and kind of on the story of the first one, I thought it was really funny that Minnie's like, 
oh, I'm so nervous. And she has this, like, really elaborate thing planned. It's like, where did you get this, like, like course of alligators <laughs> that you're going to skate with? And then here comes Daisy with this big old gift. And it's like, oh, it's full of the hippos. I'm like, okay. It's so random. This is more yeah. large and elaborate than I was led to believe. Yeah, and... <laughs> I do like that short, but that is the least subtle cameo. Com- like compared to the kind of cameos that were in the first movie, those it's just like oh, for some reason it's just the alligators and hippos from Fantasia. Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> yeah. it worked fine, but it wasn't yeah. random. Yeah. Who was your least favorite character in each movie? I'm gonna not have to each say short, Huey. but in each movie. I'm gonna have to say Huey, Louie, and Dewey. I just I think it was a trio. Yes, in both. Yeah, I think I'll go with that, too. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> they're, they're mean little boys. They are mine. mean little boys. And honestly, I do like them in some of the classic shorts. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that makes them work is when Donald is also being a huge jerk. Yeah. Like, they work in opposition to a Donald that is being mean. They don't work when Donald is being a sweetie or when they're going off on their own adventure. At least not like this. Mm-hmm. They're way better in 2017 DuckTales. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, they actually have personality and are different characters instead of an amalgamation of three rotten little kids. Yeah. And they're, I think, I think they're pretty fine in their original DuckTales, too. They're more like audience surrogates for the kids watching, is in my memory, um, than anything. But yeah, the 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 mean spirited version of them is present in both of these movies, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work well very well in these movies. Like they're they're, it works a little better in the first one, but it doesn't work super great in either. <laughs> so yeah, I I agree, they suck. Who is your favorite character in each movie? I'm gonna have to say baby only Ma- one. I'm gonna have to say Baby Max in the first one. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. Baby Max is so cute. Yes, and a sweetie. I think Goofy, though. He's such a good dad. He is a good dad. That was very cute of him. The uh, implication of he is Santa for this family who is less well off. And he, like, probably bought and made the dinner for them. Because they were like, if you didn't do it, like, we don't know what we would have done. I'm like, ugh. And then he gets his own heart broken about Santa not being real. And it's like, Goofy, you're like a 42-year-old man and you still believe in Santa? But of course he does because he's Goofy. And I love seeing when Goofy gets upset. That's part of why a Goofy movie is good. That's why it's so good. Uh, Yeah, like seeing, seeing Goofy have real genuine emotions is great. Um, and then just being a good dad. I love yeah, I no, love good and dads and things. I know. And I do adore Goofy. I think... You, you can still choose Max. No, you don't and, have to. And, well, and two is part of why I, I think I'm going to stick with Max is because it's a reflection of Goofy. Yeah. That Max is such an awesome kid. It's true. It's he's true. just... He's a sweetie. Did you say Max also? Yes. Okay. Who's your favorite in the second one? I'm going through... There's five shorts. There's five shorts. <laughs> it's a lot to go through. Pete's not in any of them. Uh, so like that's easy yeah i think i might i mean i know pick... i didn't choose pete in the first movie but goofy's very good i i think i might pick minnie because i i really did like her in the first short and then she was even in my favorite short i mean she was still a sweetie she, she didn't have a real big part no, in but... mine but um but yeah i think i might go with minnie i don't know there's not like really standout characters in most of the shorts i think daisy for me because she's like She's the one who instigates their fighting and because she's being like petty and jealous. And I do love that for her. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Daisy is too often like 
just portrayed as Minnie too, or like Minnie's kind of slightly more acerbic friend, but like only a tiny bit. I prefer when she's like more on Donald's level of like pettiness and like having a bad temper and stuff. I prefer that for, I don't want her to be a clone of Donald, but I prefer her like being nastier. Yeah. Yeah. Like that works better for her. Um, one of my favorite of the, like, the new the newer Mickey series it's old now but the like 2013 Mickey Mouse series um is that one where they they're co- compared and contrasting Mickey and Minnie's relationship to Donald and um and Daisy's and like Mickey and Minnie are like oh they have a bad relationship because they're grumpy all the time but the short's basically about how that's just how their relationship functions and they like it that way yeah that works for them <laughs> and I yeah I love that for them um, so yeah I think Daisy is my favorite she then was like back to being super boring later in that same movie but in that short she was what I she was approximately what I like Daisy to be so yeah it's tough I don't know. I guess I'll go Daisy in the first one as well. If Tim Curry had been in this movie. <laughs> in either movie. <laughs> I mean, he could just be any one of the... Uh, exactly. Yeah. Jim Cummings does like 50 voices, so anyone that's not Pete. Yeah, sure. he could be Santa Claus. Yes. 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 That's in the second one. He could be guy who gets coffee spilled on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, any bit role, and it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have him voice several characters. He doesn't try to change his voice at all. He's doing the same thing, and they look and they look completely different. But you just have to live with the reality that they all have the same voice. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Love it, love it. Um, Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Uh, We're not rate. We're not rating the shorts individually. Just the two movies. Okay. You can you can talk about, of course, each individual short in terms of how it impacts your rating, but you don't have to rate each short. All right. For the first one, I think I'd only recommend the middle short, even though, like, you could... You're really hating on the Gift of the Magi, and I feel like it deserves better. I love better. that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's a bit long and a little meandering. It's fine, but, like... I enjoy it. it it's fine. But the, is, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We are interrupting your thing. We'll be quiet. You, no no you more comments from me. You <laughs> Mom did a thing too. Because you did. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I, no, I really only recommend the second one, the, the middle short, the movie overall. I think you could probably skip it. It's fine, especially compared to the second one. So I think it maybe gets a little boost of a 2.75. Um, for the second one, it don't look good. <laughs> yeah, it don't. Um, the um, none of the stories are necessary. <laughs> uh, the first one is is short enough and and visually interesting enough that if you wanted to see that one, cool, go for it. Uh, that one I will give. I'll give that a one point seven five. I think of like a full point down. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um. Let's see. <sighs> I definitely... If it makes I you would, feel better, I'm not going to go that low. So if you, okay, if you feel okay, like that it's helps. too low. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, okay, for, so for the first movie, I, I mean, I would recommend it. You can fast forward through the very first one, though, with Huey, Louie, and Dewey. I think um, there's shenanigans. Can, I'm sorry, I interrupt again. Please <laughs> no, keep going. Please that's keep okay. Going. No, that's okay. But but yeah, but the, the, the first first movie, um, I think, again, not a must-see, 
must-see. Other than, I do really, really love Max and Goofy, so uh, maybe finding time to just see that one is is darling. But I do also like Gift of the Magi. So cute. Cute first movie. I think I would rate it a, I think I'm going to say 3.25, and I'm knocking it, you know, down because of the, you know, the lack of animation quality compared to what I like. Um, and especially, I did not like how Huey, Louie, and Dewey looked. But um, in the second one or the first one? I just mean in the first movie. Okay. Not you know, not as they it need, was worse. They need the, the hats. They yeah. need hats. Yeah. Um, and but anyway, so I would say again, I would I would recommend lightly, lightly recommend the first movie. And again, three three point two five. And then the second movie, I enjoyed the first and the and the last of the five. But definitely the animation, oh, way down, way, way, way down. And again, the movie is the ones that should have gone fast and didn't need to drag, dragged. <laughs> so, and then the one that could have, you know, done with better nuance and not just the singing video uh, with with uh, Goofy and his son. Anyway, so I would say definitely I wouldn't recommend the second movie. I think you could do without that altogether, honestly. And I think I'm going to say a a 2.5, maybe, uh, for the second movie. For the first movie, I, I mean, the first segment's fine. It's just the least good of the three, but it, it's fine. You'd probably skip it on a rewatch if you ever rewatched the movie. But yeah, overall, it's cute. Um, I think I'd... I think I actually would give that one a 2.75 also. I think if the first segment were stronger, it'd probably be an easy three, but the first segment's a little weak. Um, so 2.75, I, I recommend it. It's cute. Like, if you're just looking for, like, a, a cute, innocuous Christmas movie, you can do a lot worse. Um, yeah, it's not a movie you necessarily need to focus strongly on, but you'll want to pay attention for Max and Goofy's relationship. Um, the second movie... I'm going to give a two. It only gets the two because I like the first segment quite a bit. And honestly, that's the only one I recommend. <laughs> Just watch the first like five or ten minutes of the movie that is the first short and then turn it off. It's yeah. not very good. What did I rate the second movie? Did I say 2.5? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go down to a two because there really wasn't anything that much that I liked. The first one I liked probably the most um yeah yeah and i like the the very last one but i think i am gonna knock that one down to a two but i think i'm gonna stick with my 3.25 which i know is higher than y'all and and the biggest thing that brings it up there is just max and goofy i just that is such a cute and i know it's very good and i did really love the gift of the magi too but but Mm -hmm. max and goofy they're just gold that that just upped points for me because oh sure but i can also just go watch a goofy movie (laughs) so that's part of it yeah but baby max oh no baby max Max, baby max very good it's Mm -hmm. cute um so yeah i recommend the first movie i I don't really recommend the second one except i think i mean check out the first short you can kind of see the best that that level of of animation at that time period can do and then turn it off because the rest of it isn't very good (laughs) um yeah that's how i feel thank you all very much for listening next time we will be watching a more Christmas stuff. Yeah. Um, it's uh, our Holiganza, which doesn't need to be denominational, but I mean, the, this was Mickey's Christmas stuff, and then the next one is 
is also Christmas stuff specifically. It's easier to find. I'm sorry. Um, and you all, by the way, I would love to have you all join me um, watching if you uh, watching me on Twitch or catching up with me on Twitch or YouTube for Nana Critter. I'm playing my favorite game of all times, Dragon Age Inquisition. And in fact, if you wanted some fun, I did um, a Spookaboo whole month of October where I was in a different Halloween uh, makeup and costume for each week. But yeah, join me on Nana Critter. We're there too, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're usually there. Yeah, so you can chat. Yes. Also, I was going to say that the movies involve a snowman, but anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I got No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Um, thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. And have a, a wonderful holiday. Season. A happy holiganza. Yes. Love y'all. Bye. 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 This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. Christmas. <coughs> really? Just you have to say it. <coughs> I was going to, and then I thought there was going to be no, no gap. I'm there sorry. wasn't. I'm so sorry. <coughs> but you had just finished the other. <coughs> okay. Come on. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a gap. You, oh, you know, I'm <laughs> Do you need water? I want you to not be hurting, and also I don't want you to interrupt me ever again in my whole life. What are you thinking, Mom? <coughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we call again. <laughs> <laughs>